the largest number of singles are online in January, February, and March, and the largest number of breakups happen November and December. Wow. This is the Cats and Pudding Podcast. A melting pot of pudding. And now, here's Jen. Welcome, everybody, to our episode of Cats and Pudding. And today, I have a great, great guest. His name is Adam Cohen Eslati. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. And he, uh, you're a matchmaker or you're... I run a matchmaker a company. She run, he runs a matchmaker. You don't, you don't yourself actually match people. Sometimes it's, I do. Which you do. Was it, was Sometimes I probably I do. started that way. Yes. Okay. So that's very interesting. So do you just... So can you tell us a little bit about yeah. you know, your company and what you do? Yes, yes, yes. It's very interesting. Can you hear me? Oh. Testing, testing. One, yes. two, one, We're two. We're good? We're good? Yes. Okay. Um, so I've been in the dating industry for 14 years. Wow. I started when I was How 20... How old are you? I can say that on camera. Okay. <laughs> I'm older than 22. I started when I was 22. So now I know how old you are. Um, exactly. <laughs> and um, I was, I'm Canadian. Okay. I just became American today. This morning. We'll forgive you. No, so, exactly right. <laughs> um, and so I've been working for dating app companies mostly through the last 10 years. Okay. Uh, you know, the big guys, including the Meat Group and Zeus and Bumble. Mm-hmm. And then I started my own dating app called S'more a couple of years ago. Oh, I love the name. Which was all S'more standard for or stood for something more, which is anti-superficial mm-hmm. dating. So okay. when you're dating I was thinking a of a small, like something decadent yes. and the marshmallow. And the graham cracker and, and all my and, and chocolate. And it's like the perfect combination yes, of everything delicious. in a bite. That's a see. That's a good. What does they call that? Um, not an acronym. A. Um, it's a good metaphor. Yes. Yes. Very good. So we created the first app where you didn't judge a person based on looks. You okay. had to actually chat with them first to see what they looked like. Oh, see, I like so that. So you can hear their voice. You could listen to their favorite music, and the more you chat with them, the more of them you see. So. I sold my company to Talkify in 2023, so the beginning of this year. And Talkify is the largest matchmaking company in the country. Wow. So I run a lot of the operations at the business. We're launching a mobile website coming out soon. But this is old school matchmaking okay. reinvented. Okay. So I'll tell you all about it. So how it. do you mean? Okay. So we know what matchmaking is because we yes. see it on TV, right? Mm-hmm. You get a person comes to your house, they get to know all about you, and they send you on dates. Mm-hmm. Problem is, if you're not ready for love, these dates they may don't not go work anywhere. Out, right? They can be the best person ever, right. but if you're not mentally ready to receive it's a person, it's not going to work. Not happening. So I'm going to give you this later on. Okay. Great. This is all about coaching. So our company, you get a coach mm-hmm. and a matchmaker. Okay. And the coach gets you ready for love. So how do you get somebody ready for love? Okay. So we have to unstick you from your past potential experiences, a journey that went awry, some self-discovery, building up confidence. Some people have not dated in many years. They don't know how to date. There's anxieties. Teaching you about yourself. Mm -hmm. What is your attachment style? What is your love language? Most people don't know these things about themselves. A love language. A love language. What's a love language? Well, some people get aroused by touch. Speaking. Could be okay. touch, could be okay. uh, acts of service and kindness. Okay. Could be doing something for someone else. For some people, wealth can be, you know, a huge turn on. So it's understanding what turns you on. Um, they could talk. Like I'm talking about somebody talking dirty to me yes. in bed, basically. Could That's be. <laughs> could be. Could be speech. Okay. Um, and so then also understanding the love language of your partner. So there's a lot of self-discovery in getting successful at love. So we help you get ready for love. That's the coach. Then the matchmaker learns everything there is to know about you. And when we talk about your values, your core beliefs, 
what you want to do on the weekend. Do you want to, you know, pet a cat and make pudding, or do you really <laughs> want to go to St. Bart's? Yes. Okay. So we're going to get that. to know all there is to know about you, and then we set you up on amazing dates. We monitor these dates. We make sure we collect feedback from both people. Okay. You know, the the candidate and the client, and then hopefully we find some love, and we have an eighty percent success rate. So we've been doing this for quite. How a do you time. find? The, how do you find people? How do you vet people? It's a great, great question. So unlike a dating app where it's mm -hmm. sort of like the wild, wild west, we have a team that vets one hundred percent of people that go on dates with our clients. So okay. we do background checks. Okay. We have conversations, multiple conversations, getting to know who they are, seeing if there's a personality simpatico happening, or if we don't really feel like it's right. Okay. Finding that X factor. Um, and then I also have a team that they're called my stealth team. They're VIP recruits. Okay. So if I can't find you the perfect match, I will send my VIP recruiting team into America to find you the perfect guy. And where do you send them? What oh, do you mean when you just let them loose? The and places where you things that you love to do okay. if you're a yachter if you're a golfer if you like to travel if you're a member of any kind of social club we will literally send our recruiters to every you place that you might not want to go to the social clubs that we hang out that I well, hang out <laughs> <laughs> tell me more tell me more maybe I do um, but yeah I think we were going to send you we're going to send our recruiters to places where you want to hang okay. out where you do hang out to find someone so that's so you're going really to walk compatible. to somebody when like they're watering their water because they like to garden and say hey do you want to go yeah. Somebody, I mean, I mean, you were more stealth than that. It's okay. usually, you know, we could be at an airport when your oh. guy is waiting to board his flight and has his guard is all the way down because he's waiting with nothing to do. And a pretty person comes over to the guy and says, hey, I love the way your shoes look. And they strike up a conversation mm -hmm. and then we get this guy for you. So that's one example. So wait, so you bait them in with somebody who's pretty? I would and, use bait uh, them. Yeah, I think it's a little we, uh, we figure it's a little We figure out different ways of breaking the ice. <laughs> so different ways of breaking the ice. Well, you're sending in a pretty girl to talk to this guy. So, um, so you're baiting him. We're, we're sending in a person that is they would find interesting. Okay. Let's put it that way. Because at the end of the day, a pretty face is a pretty face. That's but if true. there's no conversation, that's we don't get the digits. 100%. I agree with you. Yeah. Yep. If somebody doesn't make me laugh, I cannot be with there them. There you go. Humor is a huge yes. part of... Uh, Looks will get you through the door, but it fades very quickly if you're not funny. I agree with that. I cannot be with... Somebody has to keep me entertained. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I love who, So I, I heard that you are in a situationship. I'm in a situationship right now. Okay. Yes. How are we feeling about that? Um, I mean... How's the situation? It's... I guess... I guess I the person I'm with is I I love him and he is a great friend and I think that we're just have a have a really we're having a tough time during our relationship right now. I don't know if it's because we're on different paths in our life. I don't know if it's, you know, he's retired and I'm like now I'm like starting to wind up doing all these other things like I just started a podcast. I just, you know, I have four businesses, you know, I'm very active. So, it's not like I'm winding down. I feel like he's winding down and I'm winding up and it's like we're going on two, two different trajectories and that's where the problem lies at this point. Do you no. want the paths to converge? I mean, it would be nice, but I don't know if if they if we ever will converge. I think we're two different types of people. You know, it's 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 a great story because we know each other since we're kids. You know, it's a great love story. It's you know we dated when we were kids. You know, it's it's something, and we got back together when we were older after bad relationships. You know, broken marriages and things like that. Um, kind of sounds like this reality show that yeah. I heard about on Amazon a while ago, you know, oh, the one that got away. The one that maybe. got away. Yeah. Second time's a charm, maybe. 
I mean, I thought it, we thought we thought it was, but you know, I don't know if we're just better as friends. Yeah. And not are, as, is this open? Are you open to dating other people? Are you are you allowed to? I mean, I mean, I am. I don't know if he'd be happy if I was saying this right now, right. but you know, it's kind of like we're at a like I said, we're at a crossroads right now. Okay, so a lot of difficult conversations ahead, but hopefully yes. meaningful conversations. Yes. yes, you know, we're in the midst of cupping season, mm-hmm. so this is the season where people understand, think about the relationship they're in. So everyone that's in the room with us right now, mm-hmm. beyond you, yes. um, think about the relationships that you're in and think about, is this what I want for myself in 2024? Okay. Do I want to continue on in the same path or do I want something new? And if you want something new, fig- write on a piece of paper what you want and go find it. Because we shouldn't be settling. We shouldn't be stuck with something that makes us unhappy that's holding us back. Yes. But this is the time where people are in major transitions and January, February, and March is dating and dieting. Season. Really? So a New Year's resolution is usually to find love, to help find a new job, money, and also dating. Is that where you find most people start finding the person? Breakups are happening November, December, and new relationships happen January, February, and March. Really? You the, find people break up before the holidays? Yes. The is most that, number of singles. Because, you know, they're scared to bring home someone for the fa- someone for the, um, the holidays mm-hmm. that they may not be around with two months later. later. Right. So should they break it off before or should they bring someone to the holidays that they know is not going to be here next mm. year? So they're having these conversations and they're kind of having these debates, but the largest number of singles are online in January, February, and March, and the largest number of breakups happen November and December. Wow. Because people are breaking up and then they're getting through it a couple of... That's yeah. the worst thing to break up during a holiday, though. Especially if you're with somebody for a long time. Yeah. Look, the thing is, with the holidays, you also have your family mm-hmm. and your friends around. Everyone's giving gifts. It's nice to be in a relationship. Which sometimes makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. You're that depressed. Totally. And, you know, and then... But then if you're single at the holidays yeah. and your family is saying, so where's the person beside you? Right. You know, when are you going to get married? When are you having the baby? They're when are you having... Yes. So it's just... It's a lot of pressure. But ultimately, I think that people... People need to set a goal for themselves in their relationship. What mm-hmm. do they really want out of it? And if they can't get that out of the partner and they've tried the conversations and they've tried coaching and they've tried the therapy, you need to live for yourself. You need right. to be happy. And a person's not going to make you happy. No. So you if you're make happy, happy, you have to make yourself happy. And that exactly. is very that is very great advice and that's good wisdom. Yes. And, you know, do you have a, do you have your perfect relationship? Do I have? Yes. yes. I do. have my perfect relationship. Okay. I've been in one for 14 years. Nice. And I think so you, that. So you're young. You, you, you started yes, dating. I started beautiful. really young. And I think that, you know, relationships are a lot of work. And I they think are. a lot of times younger people especially go into relationships thinking that there's a million fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. And there's even a, a dating app called Plenty of Fish. Fish, yes. And so we're accustomed to, if the date isn't completely perfection, right. literally going back on the dating apps that same night and looking for someone else. Yes. And so we start treating people like they're disposable. And so that's a problem because in this country, which is a really interesting statistic, the greatest number of adult singles is happening right now in the country than any other point in the history of this country. Wow. There's a 30% increase in single adults from the 1980s. Mm -hmm. So why is it that everyone's single? Do they just want to be single or are we just filtering through people so fast? So fast. So do you think, so what ages, what do you mean, young adults or, I mean, adults my age, I'm talking about, like. I think everyone. I think yeah. people are, have been accustomed to the dating apps and just instant gratification, instant gratification. And I think that they could work. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily designed always for long-term right. relationships. My it's daughter just for, found her boyfriend on Tinder. Well, 
she is very, very lucky. lucky. Yeah. Extremely lucky because I believe there's a 9% success rate for wow. dating apps. Wow. So while we all may be on them, 81% or yeah, 81% is actually 91% of people are finding relationships not on dating apps. Where do you, let me ask you, so where do you think that most people will are more apt to find love? Do you think it's better to find it like within, like I know within, in my community, most people grow up together, they started dating, they got married, yes. they had children. Yes. Do you find that to be still a way for people to, do you think that's a good way yeah, to, to find sure. your mate? Yeah, because find... I think if you grow up, look, if you've grown up in a small community, you mm -hmm. know everyone, you're comfortable, they mm -hmm. usually share your values, those relationships usually last longer. Okay. If you're meeting someone in the wild, wild west, it can mm -hmm. be more difficult to figure out who are these people, right. who are their parents, who are right. their siblings, where, they where they are they come coming from? from? Right. Can I do a credit check on them? You know, all these different <laughs> things. But today we want to know these things. Right. So I think that it can be very comfortable marrying someone within your own community. And for many people, those relationships last the longest. But right. sometimes the way you grew up is kind of the opposite of what you want your future to be. Gotcha. And sometimes the second time around, you want the opposite of what you had. And so you go for the extreme opposite in so many different ways. And you think the grass is greener and sometimes it is and, and sometimes it? it's not. Right. What about age gaps? Like, do you think that do you feel that what do you think, like, for people who dated, do you think, like, for, like, say for me, like, do you think it's feasible for me to date somebody 10, 15, 20 years older than me? Or do you think that I thought you were gonna say younger than you? No, I'm not. I don't like I'm not. In, not that I don't like younger men. I think I they find them attractive. But I have kids that are in their 30s. And for me, I to me, that I would feel like a pedophile if I dated somebody in my 30s. Yes, yeah, so in that's, their 30s. So that on the sheet, I'm going to just show you, that's called a limiting belief over <laughs> here. So you think that everyone like this is mm -hmm. this certain way. And yeah. so that's in your mind, right? Like mm -hmm. the media tells us that if they're, you know, older than 20 years, if they're 20 years old or 20 years younger, if they're too old or too young, mm -hmm. th those that's not true. Okay. So we should be judging every person individually. Okay. If they're an old soul, but they happen to be 45, that can be the best step person to your children. Gotcha. You just don't know. And so I always say, instead of saying no, start saying yes okay. and see what happens. Okay, so you think that would you do you find it being successful going with somebody older or younger? I mean, I think that it depends. I mm -hmm. think you can be older. I think you can be younger. I think that you have to have the same types of values and you have to have the same core beliefs for things okay. to work. Sometimes you might think I'm not going to date a guy 10 years. Old. I don't want to be his sugar mama. Right. No one's asking you to. Right. But sometimes you will vibe more with a younger person and sometimes it will be an older person. Right. So the idea is instead of saying all these people are like this, start thinking in abundance instead right. of limiting our beliefs. And so okay. oftentimes we limit ourselves. We'll say, especially women, right? Women will say, the guy's got to check off every single box, right? Yes. Have you ever said this before? Yes. 27 things on sure. a list. And if one of them isn't there, forget, forget about, about it. it. Right? Yeah. And then so if we're telling everyone to come to the table with 27 options or things that are ticked off, that means you also need to bring those 27 things to a relationship. So what I think oftentimes we're asking so much of some someone else mm -hmm. and we're not bringing that same, those same characteristics into the relationship. So instead of looking for you know, 27 little items, find a great person, hire a matchmaker, let mm -hmm. them do the work for you. Let them find out everything there is to know about you and send you on amazing dates and see where it goes. And do you find that, do you find that matchmakers have a lot of success? I mean, or is it more, I feel, I feel like it's more like for the upper echelon. I feel like it's almost like arranged. 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that. You know, but also it does happen in uh, culturally. People kind of kind of arrange. You yeah. always find somebody maybe yeah. in the same, you know, community or in the same like they somebody knows somebody and that's my second cousin. I want you to meet them or whatever. It works. Yeah, I will say I was skeptical. Right, mm -hmm. I came from the dating app world where you know do it yourself. It's on demand. Young people right. they don't want you know other people in their love life. They want to kind of control it. They want to hide behind a curtain, whatever it may be. Matchmakers spend the time getting to know you. And right. I think one of the reasons why dating apps do not work so well is because they don't really account for personality and the X factor. Right. It doesn't really matter what the list says. There's right. some kind of X factor when you meet a person, mm -hmm. you're just drawn to them. Yes. You can't explain what it is. What it is, you're just drawn to you're them. You're just drawn to yes. them. You just you get them, you feel them, you have their, it's an energy thing. Well, that matchmaker is looking for the energy for you. Right. And so that's the reason why the success rate of matchmakers is so much higher and it's actually not only for people who are wealthy. So at companies like Talkify, we have a huge, amazing database. And of course, we vet all of our matches for our clients, but almost anyone can join the database. So if you're a school teacher, mm -hmm. you're in a great candidate. You may not be making millions of dollars, but we definitely have people help. that want a nurturer <laughs> like a school teacher. Yeah. So, you know, to all the people listening who are single, go to Talkify.com register on the website and make sure you're in the database. If our matchmaker finds a compatibility match, they will call you. It's a free date. Right. Nothing to lose. So is it, it this is free? Your app is free or no? So Do you have to sign up. So the clients that have private matchmakers and coaches, they pay That's for the right. service. Okay. And then we have the, on the other hand, we have candidates. It's basically okay. our, our large network. And so we have a million singles from around the country who are part of our network. And the matchmaker, when they get a client, they'll, get to know them, and then they'll try to find a match. So let's just say I become, let's say I decided I want to be a candidate. What would I have to go through to be a candidate? Yeah, like, so you go to talkify.com, okay. and you complete a questionnaire, okay. and then someone reaches out to you. They screen you. They get to know things about you, and then your profile remains in our database. Okay. Then compatibility client comes along and says, and the matchmaker is looking for the perfect match for this amazing guy in New York City, okay. wealthy and handsome, and he's a lover, and he likes kids, and he wants to travel, and he does not want to stay at home petting cats and eating <laughs> pudding. Eating pudding, okay. He wants to go out. He wants to live his life, and the matchmaker says, this woman, Jennifer, really looks compatible. I, I mean, I'm cross-referencing. Let me give her a phone call on video and see what she's about. Okay. The matchmaker will call up Jennifer on a video call, ask you 15 questions, and then say, do I think Jennifer will be a good match for my client? What kind of questions do they ask? All kinds of questions. Just, what are your core values in life? Talk okay. about the kind of relationship that you're looking for. Uh, do you want to have more children? What excites you about life? Talk to me about you know, your sexual life, sex life. What do you like? What do you not like? What kind of guy are you looking for? What is your love language? If we don't know what your lang love language is, we'll figure it out. Okay. But getting to the essence of what makes you tick. And then if the matchmaker feels like, okay, we really do think that there could be a great compatibility match here, they will set you up on a date. You you have to just show up. Now, would, do, you, do you feel that... Um I mean, do most people like with your with your app, or just f do you find that your that that most people will find their their do, do you have a lot of success with people finding them their mates with you? With Eighty your percent success rate. Wow. So it's extremely high, and the reason for it is we really take a great deal of time getting a person ready to receive love. Mm -hmm. I often think that you know there's so many matchmakers, and we've seen these great matchmaking shows. And you think most people settle. 
I think that most people, most matchmakers, if they're a good matchmaker, they can get you on a good date. Mm -hmm. I think that most Americans, most American singles haven't done enough work on themselves. Okay. There's a lot of feelings that need to be mended. There's a lot of feeling of abandonment and resentment and why did this person do X, Y, and Z? There's a lot of healing that has to happen and it may sound fluffy, but it's very true that if you are not ready for love, it doesn't matter how great it doesn't matter is. how it is. You're not going to. So the coach gets you ready for love while the matchmaker finds you the compatible matches. And then when you're in a relationship, then we have couples coaching that keeps the relationship fresh, exciting. You work on communication skills, active listening, and this is what helps relationship last long. So let's say somebody went through this horrible divorce. They they, they had the worst, the worst situations, the, wor the worst things that could have ever happened to them during this divorce. And now you have this person who's kind of broken, and they want to find they want to find love again. But you feel like they're they're so standoffish, and they're just not ready, like, or, and to even jump into a relationship, how would you get this person ready? How would you, would you, how would you find somebody for this person? And how would you get this person ready for yeah, the I, next, the next one in line? I that? think that's also very common. I think a lot of, especially women who have been married for so long, mm -hmm. you know, may not know how to date. They've never yeah. been on a date. What is a dating app? Well, like, you know, when I was your right. age, I just kind of went to the restaurant right. or a friend of friend. Went to a club, went to a bar. Went to a club, a went friend, to a bar. A friend introduced me to somebody. And sometimes it's strange to be using a dating app knowing that your children are also. Also could be on the dating and app. And are we going to be dating the same people? <laughs> I mean, it can be very, you know, yeah. very strange situation. I think a lot of, you know, women who have been in long-term relationships have an anxiety about meeting someone, sitting mm -hmm. across the table from someone they don't know in a dating in a dating way. So to me, a lot of what I would do is a lot of mock dates, getting you ready to ask those questions, getting ready to, you know, have conversations with a person that you don't know that's a total stranger to you. Right. That is one of the most difficult things to do. You want to find out a lot about a person, but you don't want to feel like you're interviewing the person. Right. Because a lot of women, women are more efficient daters than men. Yeah. But sometimes efficiency makes it feel like a job yeah. and the man gets turned you feel off. Like a, yeah. You feel like you're on a job interview because you're going down a checklist in your head exactly. of what, what you would need. Do you feel that? Um, well, instead of the checklist, what I, because you're right. A lot of women go into the day thinking, okay, I'm looking for. These the things, X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. And they also have deal breakers. Right. So if he does any number of things, I'm not going to see it. He said something, forget about it. I'm done. Yeah. So I always say, instead of looking for the red flags, find three redeeming qualities about of a person. person. For your next date, right. your goal is to find three things you like about that person. If you but do, if there's a red flag, there's a red flag. If there's I a mean, red flag, I agree. But instead of looking for red flags, look for redeeming qualities about a person. It's a mindset shift. Do you think, all right, so let's just say, like I look at this, look at it like this. When I, when I, when not even for myself, well for myself too, because I, but I haven't dated, like I haven't dated in a long time. But when my, like my kids or my friends, like, oh my God, I dated this guy and uh or I dated this girl and but they never been married and they never had they don't have any children they never had a long lasting relationship like I think that's a red flag if somebody is my age in their 50s and they've never had a long lasting relationship they've never had children or never been married yeah. I think that's an issue there I feel like that there are people who don't want commitment and that's a person that you don't want to get involved with 
Do you feel the same way? That's limiting beliefs. Is you, that's you still limiting? Yeah. I think that you're making a judgment call on someone else and you're saying all men are like this. Mm -hmm. So if they represent these characteristics, stay away. Mm -hmm. And while there could be guys who they had never been married, that they're players, that they don't like relationships, there could also be men who have been scarred, who maybe were adopted and feel a sense of abandonment right. and never had love in their life but could be capable of having love. And so instead of focusing on the relationship, they focus on work. Right. And they're very successful, but they don't they don't want to put their emotions out there because mm -hmm. they were broken as a child. Right. And so we're judging people with what we think is their story. We're writing their narrative when we have no idea. So I always say just say yes. Uh -huh. What is the worst thing what that's going to happen? happen? You're going to go on a date that's okay. If you go through a matchmaker, the date's going to be amazing regardless. Usually all of our dates are, are, are pretty good. It may not be a love match, but you'll meet a great person. Right. And so I think we need to be open to that as well. And you think that – so let me, let me ask you a question. When the matchmaker is – you're screening people. Do you do you look for that to say like I mean, there's guys that are players and there's girls that are players, yeah. and that's it. You yes. know, they and they might go on a site just to find somebody just because. Yes. They're just looking for. Yes. Something. Something. Something, but not love and not relationship. Do you do you weed those people out? Do yes. You, I mean, and you find them immediately. Yes. So we are not seeking arrangements. Okay. So that's a different company, yeah, a whole different yeah. set of rules. We are looking for longer term compatibility. Now, okay. again, that could look different for different people. Not everyone wants to get married. But if your goal is a long term relationship with a great person, mm -hmm. then you would come to Talkify and we'd figure out that means for you. We would never, ever send you on a date with someone who doesn't feel the same way you do in right. terms of the long-term relationship that they want. So casual encounters can be great. It's not really what we do. We're doing long-term relationships right. here. Casual encounters, the apps are better at that than we are. Yeah, so you're like, go go to Bumble, go to another yeah. app. So and you know, a lot of people may want to do both. You know, they might want to have some options on the side. Mm -hmm. Matchmaking is a process. It takes longer. You're more invested in it. But everyone is guaranteed amazing dates. So versus you being on those apps and if you've been on those apps yes. who knows what you're gonna get i've never been on a dating app before love it no i don't go ever, <laughs> been on a, ever i just never been on a dating app before is that limiting me is it limiting belief? no well you, you can look through some of these things here so you know your mindset also is obviously very important mm -hmm. if you think that you know what the outcome is going to be before you even go on a date why go on a date yeah so i think oftentimes singles we need to retrain ourselves right mm -hmm. we've been trained on dating apps so, you know, I've had heard so many stories where women were saying, I was on a date with a guy and there was a mirror behind the booth and I saw the guy on Tinder while I was on a date with yeah. him. So what kind of person is this? Yeah. And so there's very little filtering. People on these apps may say one thing about themselves and represent a whole different person. Right. And so if you don't want to waste your time and energy and money and you want a person vetted and background checked, you're going to prioritize love and get a matchmaker. And it could be free. Right. Why not do it? Right. Um, do you have you would you do just how I mean you have everybody's on your site, so you have every color of the rainbow, yes. I should say. Yes. That's fair. I guess and I'm very proud of that because okay. I'm from the LGBTQ okay. community and so 
our company has over 150 matchmakers and dating experts. And why that's so cool is because matchmaking is so personal. If you are on a phone with someone and you're revealing your deepest thoughts about mm -hmm. love and romance and sex and all these different things, mm -hmm. it's very, it's like speaking to a doctor in a way, right? right? And so you have to be comfortable with your matchmaker. And so we have matchmakers that represent every age, every demographic, race, ethnicity, religion, because if you're not comfortable, if you do not open up to us, it's gonna make It'd the process. It's gonna make it harder for you to find somebody or match or give them a good date exactly, with somebody. Exactly, exactly. And so I'm very proud of this because you know our company has a matchmaker that represents everybody, which is why our service is really for everybody. How do you become a matchmaker? How do so? How do you? How do you? You send me an email. I'll make you one. <laughs> no, I mean, so at our company, everyone's a certified matchmaker okay. or a certified date coach or both. Okay. So we have two tracks. If you are a coach, you're a coach at our company. If you're a matchmaker, you're a matchmaker. Every client gets both. Okay. So you really have a team that's guiding you through, you know, the love journey. Well, I'm. How do you get to? How do you know if a person is going to be a good matchmaker? Yeah, and the, you know, or a good coach. That's above my pay grade. So <laughs> we have a person that runs operations. Okay. That you know, there's a lot of personality compatibility. There's empathy, of course, that we need to be able to show. There, ha there's having constructive conversations. Some people come into the process saying, "You're going to find me. I, I only want to be with a prince. If they're not a celebrity or a prince I don't or a billionaire, I don't care." You know, and while that's probably coming from a limiting belief. Why do you feel that way? Right. Why do you feel like you only need to be with someone that has a certain number of dollars in their bank account? Right. Or, or a certain stature. Or a certain, a certain stature. stature. And so we start having these conversations. You have to be open to having the conversations and digging a little deeper. And oftentimes we're prejudging someone. Right. And we should go open. We should go into the process more open. So I'm excited about it. I'm also super excited about the... The Golden Bachelor. I know. Are you watching the show? My, we just had my last guest was on Bachelor. Was on the Bachelor, Olivia, and I was just telling her. I said I would. I love. I think the show was great. I haven't got to watch it yet, but finally, it's something for people in an older, older, older people because they they are looking for love and they should. They should have something to represent them. I think they should have middle age for something for somebody who's in their middle age. Well, know? let me tell you why this show is good for heterosexual men, especially <laughs> because we have clients. A lot of men have an assumption that a woman of a certain age is there's not a lot of life left in her. Right. And the perception that the media shows of women at a certain age is, you know, She's retired, she's right. boring, she's at home. And it's so far from the truth. truth. Women in yes. their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s are starting businesses. Yeah. They're doing amazing things. They look better than ever. That's They're true. vibrant, they have sex, they have a great sex life, they're traveling, they're amazing. And I think the perception from many heterosexual men is, is the opposite. And so yeah. only women who are in their 40s or younger are still vibrant and still have, you know, joie de vivre. And right. I think that the show really changes your mindset and realizes, wow, a man who's 65 can date a 65-year-old vibrant woman. woman. And and they're they're going to be... They're going to be vibrant. They're they're not. It's not the end of their game. You know, no. they're, they're still. They're st no, but you know, it's it's sad because that's what happens with women. A lot of men think that once you hit a certain age, yep. that you're just out of the game. Which like is why I love when women of a certain age date younger. 
Because you know what? Men have been doing it for eternity, and it's about <laughs> time that women can date men who are 10 years younger. If it's compatible, it's compatible. Women are successful. Women are having kids later on in life. That's Why shouldn't a woman who's 50 date a guy who's 40? I think if a guy can do it, a woman should be able to do it, too. I don't have a problem with – I don't think I would have a problem with dating with somebody who's like 5 or 10 years younger than me. I don't think I could date somebody that much – just because I just feel like I'm just not right. speaking the same language as they are. Right. And also your kids to, may be judging you. Uh, a little bit. I just would feel – a little, it would be a, be a little weird for yeah, me to do yeah. that. I no, would, I agree. You know, but five, ten years, me, you know, maybe they'd have to be, you know, they have to be able to, you know, understand me. I yeah. mean, obviously, but it's, I mean, it is hard. I was just talking to uh, the last guest about it. They don't, so, you know, if you're dating somebody 10, 20 years old, you're talking to them about a movie that I watched in 1980. They're like, what movie is that? You know what I mean? They Frame don't of know. references, yeah. Right. I mean, I said a reference the other day to some, like, in front of my daughter, and she was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, see, you just don't get it if you're not my generation. But then there's like, the 40-year-old movie buff who yes, really just yes. is an old soul, and that's the kind of guy yes. that you would And they with. would appreciate, oh my Love God, it. I love that you know that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I feel like and that guy will want to be with a woman who is going to, in a way, like enlighten him about life. Yes. In that way. And again, let's instead of limiting who yeah. we think we should date, mm -hmm. let's start exploring different ages and religions and ethnicities and see how that goes. Again, you don't know what you don't know. That's true. That is very true. I'm, I'm a, I would be open to like and I'm not just saying I'm not saying now I'm in. I'm not saying that I'm looking for it right now. I don't want my, my the person that I'm with to think I'm going to look for anybody right now. But I would be open to date any, you know, race, religion. I have no issue with that. Like to me, I always like to meet new people and 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 you know get you know different different views of, of life and different experiences. I don't think I think you like you said it is limiting to just date a certain type of person. Yeah. Like I was always I think because I was always relegated to where I was living when I was married. I was in the same neighborhood with the same women, the same people. And then when I got older and I started my business and I my my horizon expanded. Exactly. I now it's like wow. Do I really want to stay with that same type of guy that I've always been with all these years? And, you know, now do I want something different? You and know, an attraction changes. Yeah, so it does. It's not. I mean, not were, the comfortability. It is still comfortable. Yeah. However, but you know what? It's not all that you are anymore because you change. You exactly. Know? And, and also you evolve. you evolve as a human. And also, you know, we're so heavily influenced by the media. So yes. oftentimes the way that we grew up influences the way that we look at relationships. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the, we inherit the bad and the good. Usually we're comfortable dating within our community because that's what we know. The right. media, when I was growing up, the, the iconic thing to be was Abercrombie. Yeah. And so that was like <laughs> the, the, the best looking girls and the best looking guys were Caucasian, blue-eyed surfer bodies, and that was what was you know attractive. And it's so illuminating and refreshing today that the idea of what beauty is has evolved so much for races, for religions, for ages even, and body types. And so we're starting to see attraction in all different types of people, which I think is great for the world. Oh, no, it is, definitely. I mean, it, it, it's just, it, it, it's like you said, it's limiting when you're just looking in one pool. It's like yes. you're in a, there's this little pond, this little puddle, when there's a whole big, vast ocean yeah, out there exactly. to go in. Exactly. You know, the same guppies are in that place, you know, this yep. just this little spot. So I, 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 you know, I would be open to date 
I, anybody that would inspire me and anybody who's going to make me laugh. Those are the two biggest things that we, I would that I look for in a person. I want to know. They have to make me laugh and they have to inspire me. We, I, I, I need to get you, you know, I need to figure <laughs> out what your love language is. I have to think of, send you a quiz after this. I would love to this. know my love language because, because I have no idea what yeah, it is. Because I'm 53 you know what? and I still don't know my Once love language. Once you figure out what your love language is, you can tell your partner what your love language is okay. and then maybe he can do certain things that make you, that turn you on, that excite you. But if you don't even know those yes. things, then that's, not great and also it would be good to know his yes. love language is the thing that really turns him on about things that you could be doing and so again knowing as much about yourself in a relationship as about possible the, and about your partner and about your partner be... you need that that don't is... you find that today too a lot of people are so not i don't want i don't want to be so mean and say self-absorbed but i'm going to say self-absorbed they don't really listen to what they're all what they're all have because there's so much other stuff going on you yeah, know. I think also a lot of people project, mm -hmm. right? They watch a TV show and they see something on oh TV show that they want in their relationship right. or they don't want in their relationship. Look, I think that it's, we, you know, we live in a reality show world, it yes. feels like. And yes. so it's, it's true. It's good sometimes for entertainment, but bad on relationships. Mm -hmm. We see so many TV shows of hot abs on a beach. Right. How many more shows of can we watch of this, right? Yeah. Let's start educating Americans and the world to healthy, successful relationships because we want to get back to that. We want relationships to be great for our children. We should be right. emulating great relationships. They should be emulating what their parents are doing. Do you believe in do you believe in marriage? And the sanctity of I, marriage and I family? I do. It's important. I do. I think it's important. I think on any society, yeah. it's very important. I think that I also am open to people saying, you know, maybe marriage isn't for them, mm -hmm. but they want a life partner or, you know, they diff want a different type of relationship. I think now we're able to have those conversations. I think as long as we're honest about who we are and what we want, we can find compatibility. Yeah. It's when we're not honest about that, mm -hmm. that we're going to either attract the wrong person or maybe offend the wrong person. But do you find that people now today, because there is so much input with like, look, I'm look, I'm speaking for women now. When we're, as a woman, when you're, you'll have to have your whole life mapped out for you for at a certain age, right? So you have to go to school. You have to go to college. You have to find a mate. You have to get married. Yeah. You have to have a family. So a woman's, women's time frame is so much less. And I'm just talking about a yep. heterosexual woman now. Yep. And, and also a, a gay woman too. They have to do the same thing and they have to be re to, to do this and then their partner i feel like uh, for men it's so much so much they have a longer period of time before they have to grow up so it's so sure. much so more much pressure, more pressure on us for sure you know sure. and i feel like that now because of so much feminism it's like oh you, you know you don't need a man you need a man like a fish needs a bicycle no i don't believe in that i think that as a woman if you are like as a heterosexual woman if i didn't have my children i wouldn't have i would feel like my life would have meant nothing even though listen i have my business i have a career i'm doing this at the end of the day, at when I'm 80, and I'm, if I sat there by myself and I wouldn't have this microphone anymore, what do I have? I have my children. Mm -hmm. I had that. Mm -hmm. I had what I had that fulfillment in my life. Yes. So I think that maybe we have to bring back to more of the of a unit. It doesn't necessarily have to mean you have to be married and have children, but a unit spitting with two people who love each other mm -hmm. and people who have family units because that is. That is the basis of society, I think. I think that it does, a society will thrive in those conditions and it will, it makes for better, I think better people, better children, better people, you know, uh, more virtuous people who are mm. growing up 
or whatever. I don't know. I, I that's my opinion in that in that respect. Well, I like. I, look, I think that everyone has a different opinion on mm-hmm. like what is compatibility, what does the household look like, what does a family unit look mm-hmm. like. I would also say to women who that maybe want to have kids but haven't found the right person yet, if you can do it on your own. Do it on your own. If this is something that's important to you, you should do it because the right man will love the fact that you have a child because you are an automatic family for him. So again, don't hold back and wait for a guy. If you feel like this is right for you to do to start your family on your own, a lot of women are doing it. You know, the gay community is also doing it. And I think whatever Which I makes, love and I think that's great. Yeah, whatever makes sense for you, I think do. I, I don't like to wait for other people or wait another year or mm-hmm. see what happens. You need to make decisions that are best for you and your current family situation and financial situation. And for some people, it's marriage and kids. And for some, it's not. Exactly. Some, it's a single, a single parent. But the family unit's changing. And I yeah. think we also need to embrace change and, you know, these uh, concept of a chosen family. You, you know, you move to another city, you don't know anyone. Your friends become your family, yes. you know, in many ways. So I think the family unit is changing. Uh, dating and relationships are changing. I'm here for it, for the change. I think that we just need to have a lot of love and support of one another and less judgment. Do you, are you going to have children? I hope so. You want to have kids? I do. That's so beautiful. I do. I love that. And your partner too? Yes. Wants to have yes, children I too. hope so. Because otherwise it's gonna be me <laughs> raising kids on our own. No, we, we we both do want to have children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is better for the children to have two parents. It is. I mean it's it's better. I think for a, a for if you have a child, it's good to have a, two parents in, in the household because it's it's just easy it's easy for you because if you're both if two people are there you have one or the other, you know, and you have both input. And today it is hard because two people have to work, which is hard because it is so, so expensive. Right, right, but right. if you have the luxury of somebody right. being home yes. to help with, you yes. know, to, to be with the kids, it's very important, whether it's a straight or a, yeah. a gay marriage. I think it's very important. Yeah. I think that's that's my opinion. I think that it's very important. I think also love is important. Well, that's you know? a big deal. Because the other thing deal. is you can have two parents with not a lot of love. No. Um, or and you can I, have a family that helps. You know, it takes a village to, yes, raise, a to child. raise a child. You need to, the million things that women need to do in a day mm-hmm. and also, you know, be the main caretaker for the child. Yes. I think that we just need to have families need to come together. Friends have to come together. It takes a village. Sure. It, it does. And I'm saying this, I'm not even a father, but yeah. I, I think that that's, it does. And yeah. it's good to have multi-generational uh, yes. you know, to input. And I, somebody said to me one time, it says, the best thing that you could do for your children is love your wife or love your husband. Yes. And it's very true. If you show love, like you said, yes. in the household, it's going to make a more happy, a yes. harmonious household, yes. and the kids are going to thrive. Yes. And that's so true. And learn how to fight successfully. I have to I have to give you one tip okay. because, you know, we're talking about dating relationships. Okay. Okay. So for all the people who are listening and also for mm-hmm. you, when you're in a relationship, you know, sometimes we get so invested in the fight that we want to win the fight. Okay. And we will say whatever needs to be said. And sometimes it's negative when we we Mm -hmm. couple of the belt. At the end of the day, you want to be in a relationship with this person. You've got to learn how to argue successfully. I love to argue. So the way that a couple (laughs) should argue is with a love stone. I don't have a stone. But basically, every couple puts a stone in their pocket. You can write love on it. You can't hit them with it. You cannot throw it at them. (laughs) And it stays in your pocket. And when you're arguing and when it's going in a direction that's very left, meaning you're hitting below the belt, you're fighting the other person, you take the stone, you put it on the table, and it silences the conversation. And you start to reflect on what is the most important thing here. Are you trying to win the argument or do you want this to work? 
Okay. And so it's sort of re- it's sort of like a safe word. It resets the conversation. It's called a love stone. Okay. And I recommend all couples carry a stone in their pocket because sometimes we don't realize what we're saying and we're getting in the weeds and we've got to win and we've got to prove our points and we have all these receipts. What matters is love and respect. And if you don't have That's those true. things and sometimes you get away with, you know, you know, on a train of thought, you've got to say, I love this person. I want to be with this person. Love stone and the conversation. I, I would think I would carry a love stone, but since we're such crazy Sicilians, that might be, I might, might, might hit somebody in the head with that. <laughs> but I'll definitely, maybe I'll get a love cotton ball. Maybe yeah, a love be, cotton ball. Something, something, I'll do anything. A love cotton ball. And Whatever, that, works that, Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show. You, you gave me some great, you know, great input, and I, I think your, I think your app is amazing. I definitely want to into investigate uh, in it more, and I definitely want to you to tell people where they could find yes. it and where it lives, and and um. And I really appreciate you being here. Yeah. So well, wonderful. Please let everybody know. Yeah. So Talkify is right now, it's a website, mm-hmm. which is a matchmaking service. So you go to Talkify.com and register or Talkify. become a client. Okay. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Talkify, or you can follow me, Adam, as Latte. Uh, on Instagram. My Instagram is actually quite fun. I was listening to your other guests. Mine is fun. <laughs> so follow me on Instagram. Mine's a fun one. Today. A lot of fun celebrity interviews that we Love do all it. the time. And we will be having an app that comes out early 2024 which allows matchmaking to be for anyone who prioritizes love. So I'm excited about that. I love it. And when I'm ready to start using your app, I'm going to become a candidate. I'll start with yes, a candidate yes. first. Yes, yes. Okay, and I'll I love it. And I'll get my love cotton. I love it. I'll get my love cotton. No stuff. <laughs> okay. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. And thank you, Adam, again for being here. Please watch us on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. And not just the shorts, the whole video. Okay? Keep going. All of watch, it. Watch all it. All of it. Not just, I like the shorts, but watch the whole thing. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs>